0: what up what up what up
1: <laughs> yeah we back we back
0: you to, yeah you try to play I, i'm like all right man we sit here I'm, I'm gonna wait for dj to come on man you know what i'm saying the time is getting close <laughs> we got to go live and then i see you log into the playstation i said dj is playing with me bro you know hey what I'm i had i had
1: the uh what the league i'm in drafts tonight so i had to trade all my draft picks real fast
0: what you mean? So they. would you traded them for? What? I
1: traded them for next year. So I'm not drafting this year. I'm just gonna draft next year.
0: What?
1: <laughs> My team solid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what team you got?
1: I got the Jaguars, and I got seven hundred or not seven hundred seventy-five million dollars worth of cap space.
0: All right, man. That's for another time. <laughs> but it feels great to be back.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we took an abrupt halt to things, but yeah, a great time to come back, especially in this Black History Month and Black Excellence time. Yeah. Speaking of Black Excellence, oh, man, man. Speaking of Black Excellence, you've been you've been killing it out here, man. I I, I need I need yeah. you to to. Inform the people on how you've been killing it, because I would probably not do it any justice.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, so I've been blessed uh, to be able to lead an organization called Gift here in Kansas City, Missouri. And what we do is we provide grants to black owned businesses in the inner city uh, in the amounts of ten, twenty-five, and 50 thousand dollars. And we do that in an attempt to reverse the effects of redlining and other systemic um Systemic systems of racism that Black people deal with in Kansas City. uh We want to close the racial wealth gap and reduce poverty-related crime in an inner city. And we feel like a way uh, to do that—to close—to close the racial wealth gap, to reduce poverty-related crime, to uh to get rid of that, uh, get rid of segregation in Kansas City—is to build the inner city up, create jobs in the inner city, uh, create uh, build businesses in the inner city, create. Uh, more black black millionaires um uh, around the city in in, in their inner city. So uh that's what we want to do, man. We want to get businesses um to a certain point to where they can sustain and you know and they successful. That's what we want to do. So that's, that's what we got going on, man. Yep, yeah, we've uh, we uh been in the news a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the marketing strategy. Uh we're getting donations from people. Um it's working. The, the the concept is group economics if if fifteen thousand people can donate ten dollars a month then we can then we can create that change we want to see we can create those jobs we can create black millionaires we can we can beat systemic racism in, in the inner city so we've just been getting ten dollar donations from everybody and uh yeah, that's where we
1: at, yeah, so we got gifts you did a uh i believe you did the video right you laid the video for i don't remember his name but for the chiefs. Blaine oh, Howard. There yeah. we go. Uh, how, Blaine How was uh, that whole process?
0: Yeah, so I've been doing Chiefs videos a while. <clears throat> so, like, I'm definitely like, if do what you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, what you doing? Do it, you know what I'm saying. Was a person, then, then I probably look like me, you know what I'm saying. Like, it was literally, <laughs> I wanted to to make. Videos, I want to be a motivational speaker, so I got out and just started doing videos, bro. I just started doing videos. Uh, and I was not a videographer, I was not good at it, but I was gonna do these videos, so I just started doing it. And um, from doing that, I had to learn how to edit the stuff myself, how to shoot stuff myself, everything like that. And um, I me want to be a motivational speaker, I eventually got to Chiefs videos. I love the Chiefs, so I start talking about the Chiefs. So I've been doing those a while. And and they get to circulating around Kansas City. So people kind of know me as for doing like these little Chief videos for the Chiefs. And um, somebody seen it was like, hey, uh, my nephew's Blaine Howard. uh, Could you do a video for his new song for the song that he just put out? The one he did was just in his bed, in his room. He shot with his cell phone. Um, She's like, could you clip together something for his video or something like that? I'm like, all right, cool. So I did that, and that mug has been bananas. Like, on his page, it at like, 800,000 views. I've seen somebody, like, people don't, people just want credit <laughs> for their own stuff. So, like, I've seen people take the video, put it on their page. So, like, somebody else got, like, 750,000 views on that video. Somebody else got, like, 900,000 views. So that mug is pushing over um uh, 2.5 million views, like, collectively, just all over, maybe yeah. like 3 million views. Uh, they played it in the stadium, you know what I'm saying? But they didn't play the uh-huh. video, but they played the song. Like, elementary schools is taking it, so the song is going crazy right now, and it was partially because of the video I created with it, so. hmm
1: Yep. So, that leads into my main thing for this podcast. Just overall, just capping and recapping last year and what it taught you, what, like, what did 2020 produce into you leading into
0: 2021?
1: Um, every per, um,
0: The fruits of my labor had reaped. You know what I'm saying? I reaped what I sowed. You know what I mean? Uh, like for the longest, like we, I know if you listen to some of our old podcasts, how we like Toby Weedway, how we like ET. <laughs> and you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And if you really listen to these people, you really start to internalize the words that they say to you, if you really start to internalize the words from the Bible uh, to myself help people that that like like to read books, there really ain't nothing i've I've read in like some of the, the best advice I've seen in, in like thinking go grow rich and some of the like as a man think if all the best principles you can find in the, in these growth uh mindset hacks you can find in the Bible, but just all that stuff that I internalized that I believed that I was implementing in my life that I would come home and I would uh affirm myself I would encourage myself so I would grind hard I would learn skills I would fine-tune tune the skills I had like the video stuff I was telling you about I just mm-hmm. believed in me and I believed that something there was something great in me and I just and I and I and I sharpened those tools and I worked at it and I worked at it and I worked at it when nobody else believed in me you know what I'm saying like literally there was times it was just me you know what I'm saying and yeah when 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 the pandemic hit, I still had that mindset. I still had that growth mindset. So when a lot of people were shut down, I was like, it's time to pivot. Like, what can I do to survive? And I was just in that, in that mindset and stuff started to pop when it was time to pivot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mm -hmm. And now here I am in a nonprofit in a role where I never went to school for, I never had a job for this position, you know what I'm saying? But I was prepared for it and and able to, to do the stuff that I'm able to do now, because I was, I was in training with it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, I mean, for me recapping it, if I was to recap what 2020 was, it honestly was a lesson. A hard lesson. And <laughs> it, it ain't even mainly just because of, like, COVID for me. Like, COVID wasn't like this. Pandemic wasn't a wasn't the lesson for me it was more so the time and the shutdown and the stillness and me having the time and issues pop up to cause me to reflect on flaws and habits that I'm just blind to mm. so going into twenty twenty one I guess it wasn't even like something cerebral that I planned on um I started back going to the gym, so I started 100%. noticing how like I started noticing how being active and not being stagnant in a place of just sitting and waiting, so to say. I'm still waiting, but I'm not sitting. I'm uh, actively waiting. You and... tell me about
0: a gym that, that that's about to come out, this cheese gym, huh?
1: Yeah, cheese fit, bro. I want to check it out. I want to check it out. Jamies found out about it because uh, this supplement supply store we go to. This, yeah, I'm uh, check it I'm like, I gotta see what they on, but I didn't want to take you off with
0: your your thought process. When I just I thought about it. oh that. yeah
1: yeah nah <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um yeah just actively waiting, and I just noticed like me working out, especially when I work out with Jamies because we go to the gym together. I before going to the gym, I noticed that like I was definitely like ungrateful in my marriage. And that was like a thing that was like a thing that I was just like, why am I so ungrateful in in my marriage? Why am I so ungrateful towards my wife? But then like fast forwarding now, it was just because I guess I built a, a layer of expectations on things that just wasn't realistic, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then like as I continuously go to the gym, it just builds like more of a calm and I get to learn How to properly talk to my wife and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to where I feel like I'm becoming more rounded in Mm. the sense of my communication and my patience. But now that's really what 2020 did for me is really just work on my patience and my gratitude. That's part of marriage. So
0: the fact that you got to, Learn that entire process in a pandemic. I feel like was kind of a blessing because you know sometimes a lot of people with it. You know what I mean? Just ignore it. They keep working. They keep doing whatever they they doing and just not deal with their marriage. You know what I'm saying? So you know, y'all being together, you you, realizing this stuff and working on it, man. That's that's kind of dope. That's kind of
1: yeah. And then I also got to reflect on like. Like, just overall, like, takes, not even takes, just one take that I was meditating on, like, uh, on the podcast. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, I was like, a, lo- a lot of people that I've talked to said that I didn't seem that angry. But what I was saying, like, after listening to it myself and in my mind and sitting with it for a long time, I was like, I came to the conclusion, like, yeah, you can be right and you can be wrong at the same time and i was like you can have a point and yeah and that point not be all the way right and all the way correct
0: yep or how you communicate
1: <clears throat> yeah 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 especially like with the intent and all of that john like how it can be taken and you know yeah yep, yep 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 the big old facts
0: so talk to us man so like why the hiatus
1: Why the hiatus? Well, because for one, I felt I've put pressure on myself to where I felt like I got out of what my mission is with the podcast. And my mission is to promote growth in youth, and especially in minority youth. And I feel like I just got caught up on trying to be entertaining rather than being a Person that can shed light and shed helpful nuggets into young people's lives. So I felt like I had to get readjusted back on that. And then I also felt like I couldn't process what I wanted to say, or like I felt like my messages started to become blurry in my head. Yeah. So I just took a hiatus because I was like, all right, I need to shut this down and really figure out. a hey, is this something that i'm going to take serious and i'm going to facilitate my mission on the podcast yeah so that's, that's pretty much what it was.
0: yeah so, so sometimes 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 that's what the that's what the fight is you know what i'm saying like life is a fight you know what i'm saying you got to throw a right hook a left hook you <laughs> know what i'm saying that uppercut but sometimes when it comes to boxing it's about blocking missing about you gonna have to take step backs, you know what I'm saying? You step backwards to dodge punches, you know what I'm saying? You duck under. So to step back from 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 something, you know what I'm saying, is that's part of the strategy. You know what I'm saying? Um like I think like the president, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes the president has to step back.
1: On <laughs> yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? They just get away from stuff sometimes.
1: Uh just I was I was gonna I was gonna come on I was gonna come on and be like um I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you seen One Night in Miami. Yeah, I did. I did you did you did? So mm-hmm. I was I was I was gonna I was gonna say um you remember the part when Jim Brown went to uh I don't know whatever dude's house that was, but uh long story short, uh the old man had to move furniture in his house. Mm-hmm. And uh he was like,
0: like play, playing Negroes in the
1: house. Yeah. And I was like, and I was sitting there and I only made it that far in the movie. And I was like, Man, that's that's exactly how I feel like the last four years has been like like black people have been trying to maneuver and it's just like, Yeah, you know we don't let the Negroes in here. Yeah, right. right. And I was just like I was like, I'm going to say that on the pod. I'm going to say that on the <laughs> and then And then I was listening to the JBP and he gave a reference using that example. And I'm just like, I can't even use it no more. They ain't going to seem authentic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I can dig it. Uh, yeah, man. So, like, after that part, I felt like they spent the rest of the movie in the hotel room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was cool. It was all right. You know, uh, like a cool little interpretation. I, I, a lot of people just really, really loved it. I don't know if it was the concept of who was in the movie, who was being portrayed. They did a pretty good job portraying them. Though, like, it, like you could see each in every. It was a, it was a fictional moment, but you can see each person really responding that way, the way that <laughs> it was directed and wrote. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they really yeah. had those interactions together. You can see that, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like they did a good job in, in that regard. Um, but I don't. It wasn't a lot of moving. It was it, it was it's it's, it's thought food. You know what I'm saying, which mm-hmm. I, which I thought was good. I, the only reason I bring it down to from a great movie to a cool movie was just just I feel like the whole movie was in that room.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying, like <laughs> uh, man, this is boring. You know what I'm saying. But yeah, uh, you know, it yeah, is what it now. is.
1: What was going
0: to say? Um, but I'm with that, though. Like So, like, the whole... Now, like let's stick to the mission. So, this time, it's to uplift. It's to bring people uh, to a place of success. You know what I uh-huh. mean? Uh, and Like, with that,
1: Go ahead. I mean, yeah, bringing people to success. And it's just... Um, mainly with the youth, it's to bring... Mental awareness, independence mentally, and just like really, just trying to help them focus on identifying self before they like move forward with trying to like you know jump into relationships, move into business fields, like learn, learn it, learn it. Like I want to hit them on certain stuff like that, yeah, like real, real world things that honestly, like no, no, you thinks about unless you're exposed to that early.
0: No, for sure. You know what I'm saying?
1: So like to that point, like I strongly encourage you to have
0: courage, you know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to discovering yourself, it's people that's 40 years, 45, 50 years old who still haven't found themselves just because they're afraid to be themselves. So like there's something that they'll like to do or want to do, but will not engage in because the, the social circles that they're in or around doesn't they don't allow it. They talk about Mm -hmm. people that that do the thing that you really like to do or, you know, uh, they they exclude people that do the thing that that you like to do. So, you know, if you embrace the thing that you really like to do, the people that you around are not going to embrace you in, you know. You don't see nothing else different. You know what I'm saying. So you don't want to be the black sheep in your community. You know what I'm saying with, yeah. with your neighbors, with with your Facebook friends, or with people at your school, with your people on your job, wherever you go. Your church. You don't know think you don't want to be that black sheep. You know what I mean. So it takes courage, extreme courage, in order to to find out who you are. If you look at some of the, the these celebrities, they're weird. You know what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> They'll do their hair backwards. They'll do their outfits how they want to do it. Uh, they say things that they that they want to say. It's always unique, and sometimes like they're being excessive. Like it's it's kind of a show. But uh, mm-hmm. sometimes it's authentic, you know what I mean, and just embracing them and who they are. Toby is is a prime example, you know what I'm saying. He's a rapper who who brings his wife and his children into his rap culture, you know what I'm saying. And he's wearing these dashiki things, you know what I'm saying, with his braids backwards, you know what I'm saying. Some of that yes. is from show but some of that is told, and, and you and you know just emotional intelligence, you can pick up on that, you know what I'm saying. You start to find yourself in that, you know what I mean. So I'm encourage y'all to have courage, have courage.
1: Young one, yeah, most definitely. No, so, so, have you ever like watched any Star Wars movies?
0: No, uh, not really. Star Wars. damn
1: I, I started out watching The Mandalorian, and like, like towards the end of 2020 to like now, I've been watching nothing but Star Wars, and and that movie, Heike, is like up, like the whole series is up there on like one of my grails, bro. It's legit. Yeah. Because you, like, you said with, it's high this, key. What I said it's high key. One of my grails, like my grail movie series, like a oh,
0: oh. really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because look, you was talking about having courage, right? In the mm-hmm. whole breakdown of um... so everybody just is in love with Luke Skywalker, but doesn't know the origin of Luke Skywalker. So Anakin, his father, it was a thing between him having too big of a heart and loving, and having fear of losing loved ones and he also wanted to be um, recognized and uh, appointed to um, a position of power but for his strengths and abilities. Yeah. So um, The combination of that led to him being manipulated and um, pulled into the dark side and once he realized and met his son Luke and realized he had made the wrong choice and just was um, manipulated and used as a pawn in the whole thing of the dark side, he uh, basically died knowing he lived several years with the wrong choice based mm. off of fears and selfishness.
0: Mm. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So there you so, have
0: it. Star Wars in life <laughs> lessons. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be like Darth Vader.
1: <laughs> yeah. But not. Nah, um, oh, and then I also wanted to walk down our. Um, hot takes mainly mine because that leads back into me saying I was right but I was also wrong so I told you Clyde was trash oh my god hey listen (laughs) hey I still believe he's trash listen hey I still believe he's trash but the numbers but the numbers make me look like I'm wrong what
0: what so how did he get the numbers if he's trash?
1: That's what happened when you played for the number one team in in
0: the league. The number one team, like, it's other players on the Chiefs team that don't have those numbers.
1: Well, they just super, super garbage. But the no. other ones that ain't got that. Darwin
0: Thompson, you like Darwin Thompson. Yeah. you Darwin like Thompson Darryl only got Williams. like 10, he only got like 10 you, carries. You like Le'Veon Bell. It's other people mm-hmm. on his number one squad that ain't got Clyde Edwards in numbers. There's a reason mm-hmm. why when you come into the NFL and at the promise you earn your spot, you can easily put a rookie on a bench and say, it's his rookie season and we're letting him. So is you were letting him develop into the player that we want him to be. You can easily uh-huh. say as a franchise. So they did not have to start Clyde Air with but for some reason that man came in here <laughs> and took the number one running spot from everybody. Over Darwin, over Daryl. Le'Veon tried to get some burn, didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Now somebody who did come on late is Daryl Williams. You know what I'm saying? He be looking better. But Clyde, the boy don't go down. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how much I talk about him, but
1: <laughs> you you can try to
0: tackle him. He only gonna hit the ground about four times a game. That's it. After after alpha fifteen carries, you know what I'm saying? Um He's elusive, you know what I'm saying? He's smart. He's going to be all right, you know what I'm saying? So he's strong. He, he, I think he is a little light in the butt, you know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> getting, getting through third and one goal line situations, okay, we're going to finish something out. So he's he going to have to break it either a little further out or, you know, something. But that's, that's NFL, period. Like, you really got to be on some dog-type stuff for that for you know you need a certain type of dog to 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 grind it out mm-hmm. close on the on the goal line like that. But I think that's something that can develop. I said I think that's something I think that he needs to get better at he gonna come through. But to say that he's garbage, not at all. He's it is tri- like there's big games. <laughs> when we beat the Bills the first time, we rested on him. And we said go up Stop win the- it that was like that was a preseason
1: game.
0: What? What you mean? Like <laughs> that was like a week preseason game. Like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Week 6 or 8 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we was we was rolling. Like everybody was rolling. You know what I'm saying? Football shape yeah. right? like Yeah, was,
1: we we were rolling. Everybody else wasn't. That was a preseason you know, game.
0: Everybody was was talking about how good the Bills were. Everybody was talking about how good the Bills <laughs> were. You know what I'm saying? And they just they just couldn't do nothing with us. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't do nothing with us. And Clyde he he bought that game. He bought almost every game. You know what I'm saying? You could every time you look up Clyde was, you know what I'm saying? He'll get like one yard, two yards, two yards, one yard, 13, 14, <laughs> 13,
1: 10, 9. Oh, what's
0: up? You know what I'm saying?
1: All right. Now listen, let's get let's get off of uh the man that's gonna be out of the league in two years. Oh,
0: my second my
1: second take. My second take that I was wrong about, which I feel like I'm a little bit right. I said he was gonna win, win and become the president once again, but he didn't win that. But I feel like he won in the sense of we still have ignorance going on, (laughs) and you get to see like his heavy support. Yeah. uh... While, while we were away, you had people storming the Capitol and then was confused on why they was in trouble. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. People stormed the Capitol and was confused why they was in trouble. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, that's funny, dog. <laughs> yeah. But no, Um, have you Did you follow what was going on with the stock market?
0: Uh, like I kind like I don't know stocks like that for real.
1: You know what I'm saying? But no.
0: But first, with the whole Reddit thing, thing, you was heck around. You said he was gonna win. He's (laughs) out. You know what I'm saying? I I, I didn't think y'all was gonna vote like that. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like that's voting matters. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You gotta get in there and do that. Um. For sure. Um, stock markets, I don't know a ton like that, you know what I'm saying, but it's obvious that you were supposed to be buying stock in
1: GameStop right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to come up, put buy stock nah, GameStop. Nah, Don't put it. don't put it there no more. They, uh, after after all of that had went down, I had just read an article today, like, this dude was like, yeah, I had, like, million dollars in there, and he like basically like, like around today he had lost 850 thousand dollars of what he had in there on GameStop. Why? Why? Because so everybody was supposed to hold the line that way, the market like for game for on GameStop stay high that way. Eventually, everybody would get their payout for what they have invested into it Uh when they um when they offset what they were trying to do and basically was going bankrupt. GameStop. That's what the uh, that's what the what is it? The whatever, whatever. People, the people that normally make money off of yeah. Wall Street. So, anyways, people got together and was going to stop that. Definitely, and insane, uh, insane, man. you're like
0: because my interpretation of it was like they they do these manipulative, manipulative, tricky in, insider type moves. To get millions and millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying, and then when somebody won mm-hmm. up them and was smarter than than them at their own game, you mad?
1: <laughs> you know yeah, I'm they saying? they shut it down to where like the next thing that they was gonna do that on like the people was gonna do that on they was gonna do it on Nokia and um, and AMC, but they made it to where like they took that off of like the apps that people were had that's accept- accessible to common folks like us. They took it off of every app that was uh, able to, like, trade stocks and whatever not. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it was pretty interesting to listen to, though. Like, um, one podcast I listened to, they said they made, like, 20, 20 grand off of the GameStop yeah. stop when it was booming. I
0: think the kids, all the kids, uh, GameStop's, like, for Kwanzaa one day, it's, like, you supposed to reinvest money in your community or something like that or you know just build generational wealth kind of what I'm on get gift a little bit so she bought her son's stock in GameStop it's like she bought him maybe like 20 shares and $6 a piece or something like that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then like all that stuff hit and he messed around like nine, ten thousand dollars you know what I'm saying uh, <laughs> Yeah. so he took his money out man you know and she made him. She made reinvest it back in something else, and then put something else up for sale I'm like, dang, let the boy buy a video game or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the yeah. You know, but now they want with it. But yeah, yeah,
1: people was really coming up. It's crazy. Yeah. So I feel like this is a great spot to end it. Do you have any thing you want to sign off with or leave onto yeah. the listener's mind? Just on that.
0: The importance of knowledge, you know what I'm saying? The importance of reading. You know, on Reddit, listen to informative information like that uh-huh. can literally be the thing that that crack it off. Like just like GIF. like it was me, you know, being around certain type of groups, listening for certain type of stuff, and boom, it cracked off, and I was ready to go. So just just stay in, look who you surrounding yourself around. Stay informed. Continue to read and grow, man, and it's gonna pop for you eventually
1: knowledge and numbers yeah heck yeah. But back all right this has been a new episode of the more than podcast with your boy dj and your boy and him, yeah. well, there we go yeah all right till next time